Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Jocelyn Mitchell of Hypnosis Technology Institute, helping hundreds of people to change their habits with hypnosis, meditation, and personal coaching. Hey, Jocelyn, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's wonderful. I'm excited. So, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on where are you today with your business and who do you love to work with? Um, I love to work with anybody. I've worked with kids. I've worked with older adults and all the in-between. I really, anybody who just needs, needs what I have to offer. Um, I love to work with right now. Truthfully, I feel like I'm at square one again, starting over after, um, you know, having extremely successful business. Of course, you know, I hate using the, oh, COVID took it away, but COVID in my state, especially shut it down being that it, you know, it's a face-to-face kind of thing. Mm. Um, so it shut it down like right now and there was no getting it back in the state I lived in at the time. They're still having a hard time. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get up and running again online and get everything out there. I've started writing and um, so I'm just trying to get out there what I have to offer people. Beautiful. So I say beautiful. Well, obviously it's horrendous to lose <laughs> a, a, an amazing flourishing business. And yeah. yeah, COVID gave us so much. It also took so much away from us. So, I mean, it's, it's a blessing and a curse, but it has a, it's, it's going to have a long-term impact on so many yeah. people. So with your business, what is it that, that you love about helping people through this particular modality? Um being able to actually see the change for the positive. I believe that no matter who you are or what you do or what you've been through in life or where you're at right now, Mm. you have the ability and I feel you deserve to live your best positive, healthy life you can. Um, And I'm not talking about like diet and all that kind of stuff, mental health. I think Mm. we're in a society now in a day and age where everybody puts such a negative spin on mental health. So everybody feels like they've got, yeah, we all have mental stuff going on, but um, I just think that everybody needs to know that they're beautiful. They are exactly who they're supposed to be, but helping you get rid of the negative, what they feel is a negative to get to a more positive. I love seeing that. And I love seeing that change when I actually did some counseling. I didn't see that. It was a lot of talking since I got into hypnotherapy. I see the change and it's the way I do it it sticks with people and my success rate in my first business was amazing. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that with people again. 
Oh, that's fantastic. And it's that's awfully selfish of you to to be so driven and love to see. I know, that's what my family says. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. I mean, I, I love when you know, we, we interview guests who have these passion for their, their business. And it's because being an entrepreneur, it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's frustrating. It's exciting. And it's beautiful. And when you find that thing for you that lights you up, because of what you get to do and then the direct and indirect impact that you have on people's lives is is incredible so what was it that, that prompted you to want to get into hypnotherapy and this kind of modality and this way of of working what, what was that moment like for you um it was interesting it was something I f- literally fell into I had gotten a divorce moved back home where my parents were, I had a young check, two-year-old at the time, and I was having to go back to social service work at an um, elderly care facility, and my parents did not like that. I didn't like that because I wasn't around my daughter a lot, so I went to work for my dad's company as a general manager because he's an entrepreneur. I come from a long line of those, um, And it was just one of those things I was going through my own thing. And my mom had said I was having issues with weight and stuff. And she's like, have you tried hypnotherapy? You know, maybe hypnosis will work. We'll take care of it. Let's go to hypnosis for weight loss. Like I will try anything, you know, whatever works. So I found this gentleman in the town I lived in, in Oregon. And um, it was interesting, the psychology behind how he did his hypnosis. And so I started going there and it ended up, my weight loss wasn't even tied to like my my weight and what I eat. It was all tied to family dynamics and how I felt about myself and pleasing Mm -hmm. people and that kind of thing. And so I was stuck. Well, in the middle of all this, we became kind of friends because he saw my background in psychology and everything. And he was much older and I showed up one day and he's like, just want to let you know, I've got two weeks and I'm closing the business. So here's some tapes because you paid for the program. Go and listen to them. And I'm like, you mean you, there's no one you can give sell this to that they'll keep going? And he looked at me and he goes, well, I was hoping you would ask to buy it. And a week later, after talking to my husband and pulling some stuff together and really kind of thinking, I'm like, I can do this. And so I purchased it from him. He trained me in his the program hypnosis that he came up with. I got my hypno- hypnosis certification plus at that time. 15 other certifications, other hypnosis. And he had already got, you know, given up his lease. He had given up his website. He'd given up everything. So I took this business and shut it down like for a month, went somewhere totally new and um, completely started it up, but still using it and reopened. And it took, you know, being shut down when you're a successful business for a month, that's, that's hard on people. They like mm-hmm. go somewhere else. So I did struggle in the beginning. It took a couple months to get up and running, but then it was, I had had people flowing through the door and I loved it, but I literally fell into it. It was nothing I ever thought, ever thought I would do. You know, I was just general manager at a construction company. And I was had, I did have a business with my husband of doing photo, we had photo booth rentals, but it was just a small weekend thing for fun, you know? So, but I never thought I would find the fulfillment in my life that I did never thought it would go that direction. And I, I loved every, and have, I still love every minute of it. Fantastic. So it's kind of like an, an accidental entrepreneur oh. story where you didn't really mean for this. Yeah. It's in your mm-hmm. blood. It's in your DNA. However, the right opportunity, which was so personal to you because you've seen the benefits you've gone through it. You it's, it's a great thing to sort of hold on to. now. Yeah. 
So obviously let's fast forward through the dreaded COVID and okay. <laughs> so now blessing and occurs. Well, blessing, you, you get to reach even more people by being um, online. That's really what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping to get. And I see people come to the site. I, you know, cause I've got all the stuff I don't completely understand, but it shows me if someone. All the widgets maybe and they, Yeah. Yeah. So you can see, oh, people did see it come to it today. So I see that people are coming they're looking at it there. It, it's just, I don't know if I'm not, what's the word? I don't even know what, if I'm not doing it right yet, or I'm just not in that mindset that I've got it set up right yet. That's catching them. But, mm. um, I think that's too why I'm writing um, in a multi-author book about my entrepreneurial story and the struggle um, is to kind of catch the people as well, because I do have a very unique type of hypnotherapy and personal coaching as I use a lot of my own, you know, mm. my family will listen to this and be like, oh, the skeletons in the closet, don't open that door. But, um, <laughs> you know, I come from a family that has, you know, mental health, serious mental health issues and trying to hide them. And I'm the one that's like, why are we hiding them? You know, I think designing mm. women or something like that had a, a episode where she stood out on the balcony and was like, we let our crazies out there. You know, we let it, everyone see it for what it is. And that's kind of where, where I've always been. It's like, why, you know, you've got to own it. That's the only way you can fix something or be present with it. Mm. So, so, so when your clients get, obviously the clients are start shifted and changing from in-person um, to online and it's a, you serve an awful lot of different people for an awful lot of different sort of conditions and scenarios. Mm -hmm. What is it that you find like time and time again, that you, you have to help someone to, to work through or overcome so that they can really flourish with what it is that you offer. Um, I offer pretty much anything. The main thing is anxiety, but anxiety is the root of any bad habit. I guess you could say, so that's a lot of people come, Oh, they smoke. And, you know, a lot of people want to quit smoking and a lot of people don't want to quit eating too much or, you know, I've seen everything, but I always go right to the core. Like we're going to start with you, your anxiety. Oh, I don't have anxiety. I don't have panic attacks. I'm like, oh, panic attack is just one way that anxiety shows itself. You're showing yourself by picking up that cigarette or you're showing yourself by, you know, screaming at your kids mm -hmm. or by drinking too much. And so I, I go to the core of it. And you're with me for 12 weeks or you're getting um, your online stuff for 12 weeks minimum because yeah. you have to change that habit. Then you have to put in a positive habit. And there's silly things like you know, I put in, you know, ask someone, what kind of vegetables do you like if there have been eating even an alcohol problem? Well, I like carrots. Okay. So your positive habit's going to be when I, you know, when my psyche tells me I need to have a drink, I'm going to go get a carrot and walk to the mailbox and back or, you know, and then you've got that last month to really solidify it. Um, mm. you know, so I'm all about taking you all the way through. I'm not seeing, okay, you can have two sessions. And when you feel like you need help in a month again, come back to me. Because by then it's already too late, right? Well, yeah, exactly. And there are people that go and I don't discount that at all, but you know, you've got the, the people that come to towns and they were always, a few, every time some hypnotherapist hypnotist came to town, I was always like, oh, here's two weeks. All my, you know, I'm going to lose clients because they go to this guy for 75 bucks and they're going to every, there's 200 people in a room and in a half an hour, you're going to quit smoking. You're going to, and there are some people they are going to come out of that. And like, Hey, my uncle hasn't smoked for 10 years. Okay. Well, has anything tragic happened in his life? Anything major since then? 
Well, no, not really. He's got a really easy life. He's retired. He does. But if something happens, I mean, it could be a car wreck, someone passing away, anything traumatic happens, you go mm. right back, right back to where you were because there was nothing solidified, nothing yeah. really uh, taken care of, I guess you could say. So I really Absolutely. want people to come out of seeing me knowing that if I see, and I tell them that every time a client left my office on their last session, I said, well, I hope I see you just not in this office. I want to see you out there. You telling me how good you're doing. I don't want to see you back in here. I would, but that'd be for other things. But um, that was always my closing with them. I want to see you just having your best life. Love that. With, with that said, it sounds like the first step is, it's the same throughout probably most industries, most coaching. It's the awareness. It's having that awareness of, oh, I don't have anxiety. I don't have this. It's like, hold on. Let's let's dig into that because you may not be aware, either hiding by avoiding purposefully or subconsciously, you truly, you can't see it because, oh, we're always too close to our own stuff to see what's actually going on. So that first point, that awareness, that little nugget, the shift in that perception that you you do with your clients sounds like that is the, the moment everything gets shaken up and those things do reveal themselves what is it like with your clients when they see that and they realize it and then it's like oh shit yes i i need to work on this i see it now what's that moment like it's exactly like what you just said <laughs> they do i've seen them just completely be devastated yeah. and be like i really need some of them it's like oh i need to think about this because i would i would you know do my interview always the first introduction before even doing anything with them yeah. and go through a questionnaire and go through everything. And there's a lot of times if someone came, let's say for weight loss, it's like, okay, I'll help you with weight loss, but we're going to tie it in with this anxiety program first. And I'm like, well, why, you know, that whole thing, I don't have anxiety. So we start going through stuff and they mm. do that. They're like, oh shit. Now what? I didn't know I had this. Now what's going to happen? It's like, nothing's going to happen. We're going to get you through it. And this is how we're going to do it. And, mm. but when they realize that for me, it's amazing because when you can realize you have that, you can overcome it mm. if you want to. Oh, that's know, the you know, if you want to, because yeah. And I'm seeing, and this in, like I said, in this day and age we're in now, um, a lot of people they're clinging to their mental illness as a crutch. And that's what they want. They want the crutch. Their anxiety is their crutch. It's their excuse for getting out of things or things happening. And that's sad to me. I've got a 23 year old daughter who she's very honest about her anxiety that came on as she got older and mm. she doesn't like it. She doesn't want it. She wants to fix it. Her anxiety um, sometimes keeps her from getting help. And so of course, as a parent, I help her with that. And a lot of people are out there going, well, you're a hypnotherapist. You say you can fix it. You can't fix family. It's like a surgeon. A surgeon is not going to go and operate on his wife or kids. Yeah, I can't. I've tried. They laugh. They hear my voice <laughs> and forget about it. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think that's the biggest thing is people have to say they want to be better. Mm. They want to be because if they can help themselves and overcome some of those issues they're having, then they can live a better life. But there are some people right now that are just like, nope, I'm just fine. I'm getting I'm getting by and it's helping me get by. So they use it. A lot of people do use it as an excuse. Okay. So is that the get out clause? Because I know obviously half your job is to, to with the awareness, showing people that you exist, that what modalities you do use 
and to explain and let other people see, okay, I understand it. Yes, it is their own personal discovery before they really engage with you. That's mm-hmm. one of the sort of key areas. Um, so with that, do you find that that, that excuse, that the crutch of having this is a, it helps people. It is that shield they continue to live by and, and use in order to, to not do something that might be a bit scary or a bit hard. Exactly. And I don't think it helps them. I think it hinders them, but they think it helps them, you know, and I, I, you know, I've used it. I've, I've hidden. And just in this process I've hidden and I had, um, someone come to me and be like, you want to get better, get off your business page, get on your personal page and take the picture of your dog down, put a picture of you. Well, not mm. knowing that that dog was my life and he's no longer with us, but she was right. I was hiding behind a picture of my two bulldogs on my Facebook personal page and not putting my own stories. I was sharing other people's stories or I was sharing little anecdotes or something. I wasn't putting me up there thinking, yeah. oh, people go to my business page and they'll see that. And they're like, no, they they don't. What do you do when you go to a business? You try to find the people personally. You look up that stuff. So I hid and um, I didn't realize it for a long time when I first got together with my husband now is I had a two-year-old at the time and he would, we'd go to meet maybe like when I met his parents or other family members or whatever. And he'd be like, you've got to quit hiding behind your daughter, you know, not physically, but it was like, I was using her as an excuse to not have to engage. And if people can break through that, then they are going to live a great life. But if you continue to hide and self-sabotage, that's exactly what you're doing. You're not going to get the best life you have, but it's not like this life's going to come around again. Yeah. No matter what you believe, that's fine. What you believe, this life, right now, you're never going to get again. So you've got to mm. make it as best as you can. But what we just said there with the, the awareness of realizing, oh, you do, I am hiding. And whether it was, whether you knew it and you were okay with it or whether it's like, I just didn't quite realize it. I love the synergy between yeah. this, the journey that you're going on the journey that your clients go on, we all have these, these multiple parallel journeys at the same time. They're diff- different situations, different things going on, but oh my gosh, and we can, oh, that can be frustrating. It can be guilt-inducing that I should know this stuff. I coach this stuff. However, oh, yeah. yes, we're always going to be working through this. Um, I think you were joking offline with me saying that you, know, you saw one of our videos on self-sabotage. You were like, I don't have self-sabotage. Wait, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do. The way you described it. <laughs> what? talk me through that what was that moment like once you sort of realized you didn't think you were doing something but another voice another way of doing it or maybe the time was right that you actually heard something in there what was that like for you it was actually very cathartic it was like okay now I know what to do because you know I'm trying to change not my image I kind of am for me but I'm trying to take my business in a new direction still Mm. doing what I do, but I want to add, you know, the hypnosis, but everything's online. I'm trying to add, I want to author my own books. I do write my own scripts, but my own books. And it's like, Mm. I get to like a chapter or five chapters in one book. And then, oh, I've got to go teach, or I've got to go, you know, pay the bills while we're getting things going. So I've got to do this, this, and this. And then I get home and then the excuse is, oh, well, I did all this all day and exhausted. And that was almost, so I'm not, I'm just going to wait. I'll do it tomorrow. Mm. I mean, I'm a great procrastinator. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, I own that, but it's like when you said you guys are talking about that, it was like, wow, that is exactly what I'm doing with all these, 
little jobs I'm doing or all these other things I'm doing. I'm not getting done what I really truly want to do, mm. but because I'm not getting where I want to be in that, I'm, it, I can look back now and be like, well, this is why you should have taught and just came home or written or when you had a break subbing, because that's what I'm doing part-time out of school now till July. But um, when you're on a break, why are you just sitting there on your phone? Why aren't you writing? I take my computer with me everywhere. Why don't you sit and write? And that's what I mm. want to start doing. So I'm really, you know, I follow someone that does the five second rule. So it's kind of like, I'm going to start doing that when I'm like, okay, I've got this idea in my mind now for another chapter i'm at one two three four five and just start writing you yeah. know really try because it, it, you don't i didn't think that's what i was doing i thought i'm making money to help pay the bills to keep my family going until my stuff hits well my yeah. stuff's never gonna hit again if i don't do something to make it yeah it's not gonna walk up and do it for me and that's the hard part about being the solopreneur of doing it all ourselves it can be so tough to wear all those hats and the the different you know, worries and doubts and anxieties that that brings in and fears alone. Oh my gosh. So it's so easy to focus on um, e- even that to find the things, you know, use a five second rule absolutely has a great place. It allows this action to take mm-hmm. place. There's also need to work out, okay, go level deep. Is it the right action? Because then, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, we can be sne- this sneaky kind of territory with especially self-sabotage it will show up and you realize that, oh, look, I'm taking action. Yeah, but you're taking the wrong action in a different direction. Yeah. The, the long-term, let me write my 10th book before I make a, it's like, no, focus on the lead acquisition, focus on actually serving and putting that out there. There's all mm-hmm. these different things, but oh, it's sneaky. We can be, we can be drawn into doing the, the work that we feel like we're doing the right thing. And then wondering why we're still not, still not quite where we should be or where we want to be. Yeah. And there's so many times I do, I look at my husband and he works so hard. He, he's the one who's always had the paycheck, the consistency. He goes to work, he comes home, you know, and I'm like, I look, and I'm jealous of him. He'd he'd be like, why would you be jealous of, you know, because he doesn't have to do anything. He just had, you know, he's going to work. That's it there. You know, he's doing what he needs to do. Me. If I think if I tried that, my head would explode because I feel like I always have, but like you said, I need to quit doing the long way around and just get this done and then move to this. Cause then all this other crap that I really don't want to be doing that I'm doing can go away and I could be yeah. doing and being successful again at what, cause I was, I was, I had extremely successful business. Now mm-hmm. I think that was one of the hard things too, is now it's like struggling. And so I sabotage myself that way. Mm. Again, just, it's all about awareness looking through this and seeing what what it is to each individual person because it is different from each different entrepreneur we have different things going on there's different levels and i think that that sort of the roller coaster of going through adversity going through a challenge and that then having an impact whether it's whether there's some excuses that that you hold on to whether something in your, your identity that's like it took its toll because um being a business owner it's yeah. you can't not be on a sort of personal development journey but it can also have a knock-on effect to you because your identity is brought into the business the success your your client stories so what was it like for you as personally as as you went on this on this journey the success journey that with my clients i well 
Yeah. Or just the whole thing. <laughs> um, I was tied to my clients. You know, it was always that thing. Don't become friends with them. But I needed to be, there's a trust. Yeah. You know, we, yeah, we weren't going out to lunch and we weren't, but I had a trust with them and I had a friendship because they had to trust me. I had to get deep with them, the personal coaching, you need them to be able to open up. But I also opened up myself with them. I was, mm. you know, like I was taking my journey with, along with them. I'd use myself as an example all the time and that would bring them in. Um, but I think, and so I think about that now when I talk to someone else about that and she's like, no, you know, the one that told me about you're hiding behind your, your Facebook pictures. And it's like, she's, as she said, she goes, you've got to bring them into you. But I think I start making a video or doing something. And I feel like it's not just one person sitting across my desk from me that I'm trying to help. It's like all these people. And I feel like, oh, it's going to be judgment. Okay. And maybe it's positive judgment. I think that would be amazing. Um, but I that that a lot of times stops me from doing a video, mm. even though I know if I would do those and tell my journey and what's going on, it would make people go like, you know, the self-sabotage thing. It's like, oh, wow. Well, that's happening to me, but this way. So yeah. I did, I really enjoyed taking that journey with my clients. And even after I had seen them, I would call them maybe two months later or Facebook and be like, Hey, how are things going? I still have one that was my first client that walked through the door and I still text him once in a while. Hey, how are things going? And he'll text me, Hey, this happened, you know, it, keep in touch. Cause you have to have that personal because they're really, they're having to really open up their soul to you mm. if they want to get help. Um, and so I think when my business shut down, especially the way it did, it wasn't like I had made this choice. Oh, I'm not doing well. You know, it just, it was like, it's done. Doors are locked. There's no if, ands, or buts. It was take, it was, to me, it was taken away mm. and I lost that connection. I lost that, you know, and I come from an extremely connected family. We're all very tight and I have an amazing relationship with my daughter and my husband and my parents and everything, but it's not the same. It's not that barrier soul kind of thing that I was getting from my, from my clients. And I would even love that online to be able to get that. But I think when I lost that, now it's that whole thing. Okay. This isn't just one person. I'm bearing my soul to like so many people. It's, it's kind of scary. So I put those walls up again. I'm like, oh no, I don't have my hair done. But I love that. I mean, whether the walls are up or not, it's you're still going on the same journey as your clients. Again, different level, different position. But to be going, we're all going on 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 some journey. We're all going on some level level or challenge. So to share that, I think is is a superpower that that we do have, and I think it's beautiful that maybe you don't quite see it, and it's it's going to be amazing once you start to flourish and blossom and have that identity and confidence that you you did have that you still have but yeah. lost the way because of a lot of factors and uh yeah it's going to be a beautiful beautiful journey it is it is. i mean I'm, I'm excited for it i'm excited to do it i'm just you get anxious it's like okay like my husband uses the great when something drops for you or when it catches it's like it's that anxiousness of waiting for that what's going to catch what is going to but you know it's kind of fishing too you know mm. like what kind of bait am I going to use to attract them again so I can get that connection again because in my mind once I get that connection it's good there's going to be no stopping you 
Love that. Hey, Jocelyn, yeah. thank you so much for sharing thank you. not only your business and what it is you do, but um, behind the scenes of what it's like as you rebuild your business, go in a slightly different direction and yeah, put yourself out there. And Wonderful. by being here, put yourself out there. <laughs> yes, yes. This was difficult, nervousness, but it was good. And I'm very glad I did it. Very glad. Yeah. Thank you Nailed for having it. me. Yeah. You're so, so welcome. Look, if people want to find out more about you, where can they find you? You can check out my website. It's hypnotech. So H-Y-P-N-O-T-E-C-H-I-N-S-T.com. Super stuff. Everyone yeah. go check that out. And hey, Jocelyn, thanks again for being here and, and sharing today. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.